Do you ever feel like you just keep getting the same gift, but in a different package? Meaning you keep meeting the same kind of men over and over and it's not the kind that you wanna meet. I've heard a lot of women say, well, my pickers just broke or there's no good men out there. And that's what we're gonna talk about today on Wonderful Life. How to change the game so that you're not finding yourself in the same situation over and over. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't wanna be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of describing what it feels like when you've made peace with being single. And it's not about being happy because you're single, but it's about being happy while you're single. And I know that there are plenty of women out there who love being single and who are not interested in a relationship, but I also know that there are a lot of women like me who would prefer a relationship and really would like to be married and have a family, but for whatever reason, it hasn't happened. For me, I'm well over 40. I've always wanted to be married and have a family. I've never been married, I don't have any children. And for a long time, that was really a source of sadness for me. And I didn't know if I could be happy if I was going to stay single. But at one point I figured out, I better make peace with being single because it does not appear to be changing. And that's what Wonderful Life is about, it's about making peace with being single, not resigning, not giving up, but enjoying your life and having a great life. And that way, if your Mr. Right comes along, he thinks you're fantastic because you got this really great life. And if your Mr. Right doesn't come along, then you're happy anyway, because you have a really great life, because you have a wonderful life. So let's talk about this idea that I've heard women say, well, my picker's broke. And, you know, if there's a jerk, if I went to a cocktail party and there's one loser or one jerk in the room, that's the guy that I'll, you know, be attracted to. And I'd like to suggest the problem isn't that you attract jerks. The problem is that you keep wanting to give them your phone number. Now, it is true demographically for those of us who are over 40, depending on what you're looking for. If you are looking for a professional white collar male who is going to earn more than you do and who's got his S2G, his chisel together, the older you are, there are fewer of those men who are available. That's just a fact. It's not true that there are no good men out there but there are fewer single professional males available. Again, it depends on what you're looking for. The problem for a lot of us is that we wouldn't know a great guy if he came along because we're so busy doing things that are counterproductive and that are keeping us in bad situations that if a great guy came along, either we're not available or we can't even recognize him. So I'm going to share with you today the three biggest mistakes that I've made in relationships 
And I hope that these things will help you so that you're not making them. First of all, not being clear on deal breakers. For years, I've had the list. You know how it's recommended that you make a list of what you want in a man, and that's cool. But what I wasn't clear about was my deal breakers. A friend of mine is a flight attendant, and she told me that in the pre-flight check, the pilot is looking at certain things. And there are certain items in a pre-flight check that are a no-go item. For example, low oil pressure in one engine, that's a no-go. Flat tire, no-go. No water in the lavatory, that's maybe a go. Put some hand sanitizer in there. But if there's an item on the no-go list, that's it. The plane doesn't take off. I did have some deal breakers, but I never really stuck to them. I didn't have a no-go list. And when you are compromising on your deal breakers, that's settling. Now, I don't think you should have 15 or 20 deal breakers. You might eliminate everyone in the dating pool, but maybe five or six of them. For me, my deal breakers are if he doesn't have a professional career or a deal breaker is he lives with roommates or his parents. He has to be kind and respectful. He cannot have a criminal record. He has to be financially stable and prosperous. Those are deal breakers for me. And the minute I learn that one of those deal breakers is present, that's it. It's a no-go. Done. And that means, no, you cannot have my phone number. No, I will not have coffee with you. No, we're not going to just be friends. When you compromise on your deal breakers, that is exactly like a pilot saying, well, engine number three isn't firing up, but you know, let's just go with it anyway. The second mistake I've made is confusing acceptance and settling. Now, I was raised in the Christian church and a lot of the message that I got growing up was don't be judgmental, don't judge other people because however you judge other people, God is gonna judge you. And so I felt like, well, gosh, I don't want God to like be mad at me. So I need to be accepting of other people. And I believe that it's true that we need to accept people in terms of saying like, hey, you know, I know that you're a human being, like I'm a human being, and you, you know, you have things that you wanna do and you have issues that you're working through, but that is not the same as you get to have my phone number. Acceptance means you look at the situation as it truly is, and sometimes the most loving thing you can say is no. Because if you're settling, that's not good for you. And when you're putting yourself in a relationship where you know you're settling and it's not good for you, it's not good for the other person either because you're not gonna show up 100%. There's always gonna be that little tinge of resentment because they're really not what you want and that person's gonna pick up on it. And I've been in relationships like that where I kind of felt like I was the consolation prize, like I'm not really the exact girl that he wanted, but he's kind of settling for me, and it doesn't feel good. Don't do that to somebody. And I've had people say about like, let's say the criminal record thing, well, but you know, you should be forgiving and people make mistakes. Listen, I'm not, I don't eliminate a guy who, you know, 25, 30 years ago, he had a DUI in college. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you have a record for 
shoplifting or any type of felony or actually really any crime or even a DUI within the last 10 or 15 years. That is a deal breaker for me. It doesn't mean that I don't forgive you. I mean, hey, I'm sure that you're trying to make it right, but I'm not looking for that in my life. So you don't have to just accept people's flaws and see what I would, what I would say is, well, nobody's perfect and I'm not perfect. And so this guy, yeah, he has a deal breaker or two, but he's really nice and I shouldn't be so judgmental. And that was faulty thinking on my part because it's not being judgmental, it's just saying, this isn't what I want. And it goes back to your deal breakers are your deal breakers. They're personal to you. One of the mistakes that I would make is I would let other people weigh in on my deal breakers. And you know what, your deal breakers are yours. You have to be comfortable with them and you have to live with them. The third mistake that I've made in relationships is not prioritizing chemistry. I've met men over the years, as I'm sure you have, that were good on paper, meaning I should like this guy. Like, he's decent looking, he has a good job, he's really nice, he's totally into me, like he's really excited about me. And by the way, a psychological truth is that we tend to like people who like us. And if a guy is really excited about you and, and he's really great and he's nice to you, initially it can be really fun. It feels good when someone likes you, but that's not the same as chemistry. And when you find yourself thinking, I don't really care about holding his hand or I don't really wanna kiss him or he tried to kiss me and I just kinda didn't, wasn't into it or I don't really wanna have sex with him. That is an indication that there's no chemistry and that is a huge problem. One of the reasons that a lack of chemistry is a problem is because one of the most important needs that men have in a relationship is going to be sex. And many times when they're in a committed relationship, if their partner doesn't wanna have sex with them, to a man that feels like there's no connection and he is not loved. Now, I'm not saying that you have to have sex with your man every time he wants to, but if you are not interested in him intimately, that is going to be a problem in your relationship. And ignoring chemistry is a form of settling. It's important. I'm the kind of person that with chemistry, I either feel it or I don't. It's pretty immediate. I have had girlfriends who have told me that they'll develop chemistry over a number of months. Okay, that's cool. I've never had that experience. I've always been a, I'm attracted to you right away or I'm not kind of person. I might need two or three dates because if, if the initial date, you know, you're kind of nervous. Second date, you're, you're into the fact that he likes you. But by the third date, you would know, like, are you really excited about him? Are you excited about getting to know him? Are you excited about him calling you? Are you really hoping he'll hold your hand? If, if those answers are like, no, not really, then that may be a lack of chemistry. And it's important to have chemistry because otherwise you're just friends. Now I have a couple of quick fixes for you that can help you out of these situations if you're finding that you're making these mistakes. And the first one is pay attention to the chemistry. I've heard the advice when you go shopping, when you try something on, if it's not a heck yeah, it's a no. Because I'm kind of notorious for that. I'll find something, it's on sale, it's, a, it's cute, I'll put it on and I'm like, mm, 
it's it's cool but I'm not like yeah oh my gosh this is great and then I'll buy it and then I never want to wear it well that's the same thing a lot of times we do with relationships and so if it's not a like heck yeah this guy is awesome then it really should be a no thank you because you're just going to waste his time and you're going to be kind of like I don't know I and he's going to maybe develop feelings for you and then at some point you're going to just not really be into him and he's going to get his heart broken and that is not cool so if the chemistry isn't there just be honest and say you know what i think you're cool but i don't feel any chemistry i do not feel any spark i'm not attracted to you and men want you to be attracted to them so when you say that to a man he's going to be like okay cool and here's the other thing you you can't always control chemistry. You either feel it or you don't. And so when I've gone out with someone a couple of times and I'm just not feeling it, if he asks me out again, I'll just be honest and say, you know what, I enjoyed our, our dates, but I really just don't feel that spark. I don't feel any chemistry and I don't wanna waste your time. And I have always had men say, okay, cool, thanks for telling me. And the second quick fix is don't make exceptions. Now that can be tough because your girlfriends might be in your ear telling you, don't be so picky. Or the guy might be saying like, oh, well, let's, well, we can just be friends or we can just go have a cup of coffee. But listen, when a man does that and he's saying like, oh, well, I, I don't mean a date. Like we can just get together and talk. He's trying to warm you up for a date. He's hoping his fantastic personality is going to overrule whatever it is that you're hesitant about. And I'll just tell you, for me, I have gotten to a point where I just don't make exceptions because I've been burned so many times and I've wasted time on men who had my deal breakers or we didn't have chemistry. And now I just don't make exceptions anymore because you've got to stick to what it is that you're looking for. Because in that three or four months when you've made an exception and you're just kind of like, let me just see what happens. In that three or four months, you're not available. And your Mr. Right could come along, but he will not approach you because he gets the vibe that you are not available. And as I mentioned, even more importantly, when you're settling or you're making exceptions, that's really not what you want. And, and that guy that you're spending time with and he is not what you want and you really do know that, you're just trying to not know it, but he's developing feelings for you because maybe for him, you are, he thinks you are the one and you don't feel that way and he's becoming more and more emotionally invested. A lot of times men fall in love faster than women do. Don't do that to somebody. It's just devastating when you love someone and they don't love you, if you've never had that happen to you. So I, and I have been guilty. I have done that in relationships and I wasn't trying to hurt anybody. These were nice guys and I was hanging in there hoping that my feelings would kick in and they just never did. And when I look back, I have a lot of regret about that because there were a few guys that were really nice guys and really cared about me I just didn't feel it. I wanted to, but I ended up stringing them along unintentionally, but that's really hurtful. And I, I feel really bad about that. By the way, if you're one of those guys watching this, then I know I've apologized, 
but I'll do it again. And I'm sorry. I should not have done that. But that's why I don't make exceptions now going forward because I don't want to do that to somebody anymore. I would rather sit home every Friday night and every Saturday night by myself than go on dates and get somebody's hopes up when I know that he's not what I'm looking for. I did write a blog on this, so if you'd like to read a little bit more about it, you can go to wonderfullife.com, check out the blog, and we also have past episodes of this show as well as our podcast available for you. And I'd love to hear, what would you like to know more about? What are some things that maybe you're struggling with or you'd like to figure out in your journey of being single and on your way to creating your own wonderful life? Put that in the comments. And you can always connect with us here at wonderfullife.com. And join us next week when we're going to talk about three ways to get a man to respect you. That's next week here on Wonderful Life.